time for the BS Sports Show. We want to hear from you, so call us on the BS line. Now, here's Billy Elvis and the BS Sports Show. Welcome to the BS Sports Show. Thank you so much for joining us Thursday night edition. Big show tonight, man. We're going to talk about the uh, NHL playoffs last night. And, of course, you know, after I, uh, after I patted myself on the back last night, uh, Billy couldn't go without chirping me tonight. And, uh, and of course, that means that uh, that means he's going to chirp me tonight because I, I wanted uh, Corey Crawford out of goaltending. So, uh, of course, as, as soon as that happened last night, there's Billy. So you still want Crawford out of goal? And, and he had every right to do that, of course. Uh, also, we'll talk about tonight's NBA Finals game number four. And I know I said it every night, and I can't get over it, but we were just one shot away from it being 3-0 tonight. Cleveland will try to uh, make it 3-1, and uh, Golden State tries to tie the series up. Plus tonight, we've also got former Mad Ants coach Connor Henry going to join us. We appreciate him taking the time out as he is a new L.A. Defenders coach. And uh, coming up uh, as well uh, this hour, Pacers play-by-play guy uh, from Fox Sports Indiana, Chris Denary, will join us to talk about uh, these uh, NBA Finals, and, uh, you know, what's going on with the Pacers? How's uh, Paul George recovering? Plus, uh, Chris also works for the Indiana Fever as well. I doubt we'll ever talk WNBA, but you never know. It could come up. You never know. I was I was just saying, you know, it was nice, uh, and you had every right to, that you started chirping my uh, my my uh, misstep last night when I said Corey Crawford shouldn't be in goal. And uh, I figured it was nice to see as soon as I woke up this morning that that, that was right there. And kudos yeah. to you for doing it, because I would have done the same thing. Well, I mean, obviously, you've been concerned about Corey Crawford's performance thus far. Blackhawks, obviously, are now in a situation where uh, they're exactly where they want to be. They're tied, and they have momentum. And, uh, and, And, you know, with Corey Crawford's performance shutting down that Lightning team in those closing minutes, that was, you know, I mean, obviously, he was just in his zone. And now his confidence is soaring. Yeah, I guess what was bothering me is your goaltender is making amazing saves. That's cool, right? But when your goaltender is missing routine saves while making those amazing saves, that's you know that's disconcerting. There's there's some concern there, and that's I guess what my problem was. That the two games that they had lost back to back, it wasn't the hard saves he was missing. It was the easy ones, and you know that's uh, that. Uh, I thought that was an issue. I mean, obviously when he's on a roll, the guy's on a roll. Well, I mean, the Blackhawks are a confident team. They're an experienced team. Uh, that game in deploy last night, um, they, they seem like the more relaxed team and the team that was, you know, uh, uh, playing within their realm more so than, than Tampa. Tampa started to get tight. Tampa started to get uh, a, l- a little nervous. I mean, loud crowd, hostile environment. They've been there before, but this is the Stanley Cup Finals. This is for all the marbles. And, you know, you saw the experience of the Blackhawks in action last night. Just bottom line. You know, and that's, I think maybe the first time in these playoffs so far that I've really seen the Tampa Bay Lightning get rattled in somebody else's building. But if it's going to happen, it's not a, it's not a shame to, for you to get rattled in, uh, in the Madhouse on Madison at the United Center in Chicago. Uh, you know, I think that the 
you brought it up last night, the uh, the lack of production from Jonathan Taze and Patrick Kane, but they do command more attention on the ice. But the offense has been stagnant. And, you know, I don't. You, we've talked numerous times, and you've brought up numerous times how fragile at times a goalie could be, uh, almost like an NFL kicker. Does that get in your head when your offense isn't scoring for you, so you put extra pressure on yourself, and, and that's how you can you know kind of get into a, a little bit of a slump as a goalie? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, um, the slumps can occur just because you, the, the minute it starts to become a thought process, the, the minute it enters your mind that there, there there's a slump underway, and, and, and you know, you never want to admit it or acknowledge it. You don't want to read the press, yada, yada, yada. But you know when you're in a slump, and the minute that enters your mind, it kind of changes your thought process. It kind of changes your, your your approach to the game. It kind of makes you think about things a little bit too much. And, you know, it's easier said than done to just not do that. And, you know, people were talking about that with Steph Curry, too, in the, uh, in the NBA Finals, because his shooting per, uh, percentage is horrendous, you know, what, just under 40%. But... Um, you know, he's thinking about these shots now. He's not just shooting the shots. Uh, somehow, some way, whether you're the Blackhawks, whether you're the Lightning, whether you're the uh, Warriors, or whether you're the Cavaliers, you got to just shoot your shot and try not to think too much. But, oh, dude, that is so easier said than done. Yeah, you know, when when I was thinking about that uh, earlier today, it, it brought me back to earlier this year when we talked to Phil B. Wilson. It reminded me of, you know, he said how bad, you know, when Andrew Luck doesn't make a ton of mistakes, when he does, they're really bad when he feels like he has to score, you know, 35 points a game because his defense is bad. And I think you're right. You start thinking, if that even creeps into your mind, you tend to overdo everything. You over, overthrow the ball. You, you know, you take some bad shots. And, uh, you know, it, it just seems that, you know, maybe that's why Corey Crawford, maybe you're exactly right. Maybe that's why Corey Crawford missed some of those routine shots because he was thinking, man, I've got to be so much better because we're having trouble scoring more than two goals a game. Yeah. And and when it comes down to it, um, sometimes, you know, you got to be in that presser situation to, to excel. Uh, you know, I mean, when, when the chips are down is when you find out, you know, you, that's what separates the men from the boys and, and, and you know, you can only try to predict it so much, but you know, you you basically got to live it. That's why everybody's legacy is is determined upon performance in in various situations. You know, and as we see LeBron James just completely excel this postseason, um, he's he's totally adding to his legacy. There'll there'll be some that'll want to compare him to Jordan. There'll be some that want to anoint him the greatest of all time, uh, and but most will just say, man, we're seeing a very, very special performer doing uh, an incredible an incredible thing in a finals where he's just totally, totally um, overmatched with regard to opponent, you know, lineup status. So, you know, when it all comes down to it, you know, the boys are separated from uh, the men when the chips are down and that's what that's where we're all defined when things are going smooth when things are going well you know life's peachy and 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 there's not much thought you know needed but you know when the chips are down is when you got to think fast on your feet and that's where that's where you're defined and 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 we see it often in the playoffs and um you know uh, a career can be made or break uh made or broken in, in one game uh, Coy Crawford, to me last night, 
was absolutely stellar, and I hope he quieted a whole bunch of detractors with his performance last night in Game 4. And by that, you mean me, right? Well, you're one of them, but you're one of many. You're one of many. I guess it's hard for me to understand that situation because when the chips are down is when I usually don't even attempt it. I just fold up because we already know what, how, what the ending is going to be. So I just say everybody <laughs> else's time at this point. Just make, hey, hey, okay. And, and I've never overthought something to try to overachieve and work harder. That's just not my nature. My nature is to uh, fold up under pressure, uh, you know, a la the Golden State Warriors, and, and just uh, you know, mail it in. You know, and, and, and the psychology of sport is just fascinating because – you know, last night Tampa Bay should have had all the momentum in the world. They should have, they, and 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 they and they really did. You know, X's and O's wise. But you know, because Chicago is so calm, cool, collected, because they don't get rattled, because they act very, very mature in in very hostile situations because of their experience, because of just the nature of the team, and because of how they're coached. That kind of puts the team that should have the advantage on a disadvantage because Tampa Bay's over there saying, wow, you know, this Chicago team doesn't act like they're down two games to one, <laughs> you know? Yeah, that, that's, that, it's, a, it's a mental mind game at that point, right? I mean, yeah, it, it yeah, almost feels yeah. like, uh, it, it feels like you, know, it, you know, guys who are in, in high-pressure situations in these playoffs need to almost uh, get themselves, a, like uh, the, <laughs> Kevin Costner did in the movie Tinkup, they need a, a swing doctor, they, you know, maybe Steph Curry needs a, a shot doctor and not – not anything with his form, but in his head. Because it seems, you know, again, you got young kids on both sides, in Tampa Bay and in Golden State. And, you know, you can only for so long just go out there and play hockey and, like, the moment isn't that huge. You know, sooner or later, I think for everybody, you realize that, all right, this is a huge moment. And, you know, people who, you know, 20 new people are talking to you a day. Hey, you know, I think sooner or later, everybody, when they're young and they don't understand the moment, certainly understands the moment at some point, when the, especially when the chips get down, maybe as Golden State has, and, and they start to uh, overthink it. And uh, that's where it takes uh, you know, a veteran player or a veteran coach to really set them down. And maybe that's where Steve Kerr could be at a disadvantage. I, I understand he won a lot of championships, but maybe he's not prepared at this point yet as a coach to really find those words in this moment. Well, that was a punch in the mouth last night. You know, uh, Tampa Bay took a punch in the mouth last night. Sure. You know, they, they they get a couple days off now. They don't play till Saturday. And uh and momentum on the Blackhawks side, confidence on the Blackhawks side. And uh the Lightning though the 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 the, the plus here is, is that they have time to 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 think it over, to gather the thoughts, to to reformulate their game plan, to to think about how everything has gone thus far in uh, this Stanley Cup playoff for the Lightning, which has been largely positive, and and, and try to regroup and, and reattack uh, Joel Quinville's Blackhawk, you know, Blackhawk team. So what you're saying is basically, if they were going to take a punch in the mouth, it was much better that it happened last night as opposed to two nights ago, where they still had to stay in Chicago overnight and play another game. So if this was going to happen, it was better happening last night in Game Four because they've got a couple of days, and, and it'll be interesting to see because this is where you tell how much this team has matured and how much maybe they understand what this is, how they respond coming out in Game 5. But I think you're right. This is the best time for it to happen because now you've got a couple days. You're going to head back home. You're going to be in your own bed. And, uh, you know, it'll be time to see how they come out and respond. Same after tonight for Golden State. Regardless of what happens tonight, when they go back home, how do they respond? And and I think the pressure to me is going to be uh, on, on Tampa Bay and on Golden State both these uh, nights because – they're young teams, and uh, that's where you don't know what you got. With Chicago, you know what you got. With LeBron, you know what you got. 
those two teams you don't know. Yeah, and and, and w- when you think about what the Blackhawks did last night um, and and how they did it and and the approach to the game, the way they uh, composed themselves throughout the course of the game, uh, turned it into a, a, a an amazing defensive effort down the stretch uh, to hold on for the win and. And you know those guys, they're they're just sitting back, going, yeah, you know, we know exactly what what happens in a best of three. Uh, we talked about it last night. Joel Quinville's era as the Blackhawks coach goes back to 2008, yeah. and in two and since 2008, in the playoffs, the Blackhawks are 30 and 30, exactly 500 in games one, two, and three. Where are they right now? 500. In games, four, in games four through seven, the Blackhawks are forty and fourteen, and wow. uh, that that's indicative of the fact that they're about to uh, uh, possibly hoist Lord Stanley's Cup for the third time in six years. Just yeah, that you know, great success to close out a series, right? And what they've done in these playoffs, whether it's you know being down and coming back in the third period or taking out numerous overtime games, you don't have to talk smack when you've got that on your resume, because you can't tell me that a team in any of these series so far hasn't thinking, man, we've got to get up huge going into the third period. And if we're not, there's some shaky ground there because this team can rattle off two or three goals in two minutes. This team can outlast us for three overtimes. So there's no smack talk needed when you have that resume and a team knows that they have to get a pretty good lead going to the third period. And if they don't have one, that's got to be in their heads. All right, so game four is tonight. Uh, the Cavs and the Warriors, uh, same thing. Do we see this series get evened up uh, in Cleveland at the Q? Uh, or is it going to be a, a, a dominant performance for King James and company? I mean, trends in history would tell you that this, you know, the Warriors can't play this bad again and that they have to come get this game and that that's going to happen. I don't, I don't know that it is. I would say that if LeBron and Cleveland can hold Golden State to the low 90s, high 80s, that it's a win. If you can keep that team from out, without scoring 100 points, that Cleveland wins tonight. If they, let, uh, if they let Golden State get that high, I think it's done. And I know that seems simple, but you know, that's, what, that's what it is because they don't have as much scoring. Cleveland has relied on defense, and that's the way they're winning these games, and that's okay because I think Cleveland can pull it out. Do they have enough gas left to play that kind of defense again tonight on Golden State? And on the other hand, can Golden State, their bigs, not be such pussies and let Le- you know, not Le- LeBron James drive the rim as much as he does? They've got big guys, but they're very soft big guys. I mean, let's be honest. Andrew Bogut and David Lee are very soft big guys. Yeah, well, it all remains to be seen because they'll tip it off at 8 o'clock. Uh, and we nine want o'clock. Chris Denary's thoughts on this as well. I'm sorry, 9 o'clock. We want, Kristen thought, we want Kristen Aries' thoughts on this, so he's our guest next. And uh, he's the Pacers play-by-play announcer for Fox Sports Indiana. Uh, sports fan extraordinaire, big-time basketball uh, aficionado, knows his stuff. And uh, he's got thoughts on uh, LeBron and uh, the Cavs and the Warriors. Tonight, game four, what were you saying, Mo? So, and probably one of the greatest guys in sports. Oh, man, awesome dude, awesome dude. He'll be on with us next. He's at Chris Denary, C-H-R-I-S-D-E-N-A-R-I on Twitter. Uh, I'm at Billy Elvis, Mo Times at Mo Radio Show, and at BS Sports Fan is the show. 
we're we're going to wrap up the uh, week at uh, Wrigley Field Bar and Grill tomorrow night from seven to nine. The show live at the Fort's Best Damn Sports Bar, part of the weekend starter party with uh, hundreds of dollars in giveaways, including the ninety-two dollar grand prize and the uh, Mantra Karaoke with Jake is awesome. Wing and Fish Buffet, nine dollars adults, four fifty kids is the best dinner deal anywhere. So you need to be uh, at Wrigley Field Bar and Grill with us tomorrow night from 7 to 9, every weeknight from 7 to 9. And uh, back to the original thought, Chris Denary, uh giving us more analysis of the NBA Finals is coming up next. It's the BS Sports Show. Hi, this is Billy Elvis, and along with Motime, we host the BS Sports Show, now on Yahoo Sports Radio Indiana, which can be found at indianasportsradio.com. Tune in for our unique slant on the world of sports, covering your teams in the state of Indiana, as well as the top national stories, too. The BS Sports Show. I'm at Billy Elvis, Motime's at Mo Radio Show, at BS Sports The Fan. Now on Yahoo Sports Radio Indiana at indianasportsradio.com. At McDuff Realty Group, their top priority is helping you achieve maximum results from the purchase or sale of your home. With over 20 years of marketing and sales experience, Joe Shoemaker and his team will provide you with an aggressive, passionate strategy that delivers the results you expect. For real estate services in central Indiana, call Joe Shoemaker at 317-413-8501 or visit online at mcduffrealty.com. At Royals Home Mortgage, we understand that every borrower is different, so we offer a variety of products to meet your individual mortgage financing needs, including conventional, FHA, VA, USDA, new construction, first-time home buyers, reverse mortgages, and, of course, refinancing. Want to learn more? Just call Brian Graham, the Mortgage Man, at 260-248-8333 or visit him online at ruoff.com backslash Brian Graham and let him help you finance the home of your dreams. Hi, this is Billy Elvis, and along with Mo Time, we host the BS Sports Show weekdays from 7 to 9. And every Friday, as well as Monday, we're at Wrigley Field Bar and Grill, Fort's Best Damn Sports Bar. Fridays, it's part of the original weekend starter party with the all-you-can-eat wing and fish buffet, 850 adults, 4 bucks for kids, and great prizes. And Monday, lots of special guests, including Comet Head Coach Gary Graham and Matt Ant's Head Coach Connor Henry. It's the BS Sports Show weekdays 7 to 9, and at Wrigley Field Bar and Grill in Georgetown North every Monday and Friday night. Okay, so what do you have? Ryan, what do you think? Oh, uh... Oh. Um... Lolly gang, it ain't for leaders. They're too busy making plays happen. Answering the call. Earning their big boy pants. Isn't it time to be the leader you were born to be? The playbook's right there, Captain. What's the call? We'll have nachos, fried pickles, pretzels, buffalitos, honey barbecue wings, and waters all around. Grab a seat. The game is on. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings, beer, sports. Ugh, I hate these big-ass prices. Sounds like you could use some big-ass savings. I'd love some big-ass savings. Kmart Shop Your Way members save 30 cents a gallon. 30 cents a gallon? That's a big-ass discount. Big-ass discount. A really big-ass discount. Really big-ass discount. Honey, this solves your big-ass problem. Totally solves my big-ass problem. Yeah, look at that big-ass truck. Big-ass man. Hello, Big Ass Man! Shop your way, members. Get Big Ass Savings. Save 30 cents a gallon when you spend $50 or more at Kmart. Meet the fuel-efficient Ford Focus. Along with great handling, the Focus also comes with Girls' Night Out and Girls' Night In and Road Trips and the Senior Route and Swimming and Weekly Car Washes. 
and making connections and unexpected speed dating. Only Ford gives you EcoBoost fuel economy and a whole lot more. With so many ands, where will you end up? The fuel-efficient Ford Focus. This is Gary Snyder from The Gary Snyder Show, and I have a couple of important questions for you. Do you need some extra cash, and do you have any scrap metal laying around? If you answered yes to either question, which we know you did, after all, this is Indiana, then you need to give Clarks a call today, 260-356-8314. That's 260-356-8314. Clarks wants all of your scrap metal, broken down appliances, old cars, computer parts, copper, aluminum, and even your old cell phones. If it's scrap and if it's metal, Clarks wants it, and they will pay top dollar for it. Clarks is located at 100 Heightsfield Street in Huntington, and they are open weekdays from 8 to 4.30 p.m. Or just give them a ring, 260-356-8314. That's 260-356-8314. Clarks, they want all of your scrap metal. Chapman's Brewing Company is Northeast Indiana's newest microbrewery. Located in Angola, Indiana, Chapman's is what it means to be local. Chapman's recently launched their American Ale Cider that is a unique combination of malted barley, Cascade hops, and fresh apple juice that appeals to both beer drinkers and cider lovers alike. It is truly more than a beer and more than a cider. Three sips and you'll understand why we love it too. Visit Chapman'sBrewing.com for a retailer nearest you. more than just a show. It's life itself. It is everything. It's the BS Sports Show. And we thank you very much for tuning in. I'm at Billy Elvis, Mo Times at Mo Radio Show at BS Sports The Fan with you weeknight 7 to 9 at thebssportshow.com. Or you can find us at yahoosportsradio.com, indianasportsradio.com, for our Yahoo Sports Radio Indiana affiliation. Uh, Thank you very much. It's game four tonight. We got the NBA Finals. We got Cleveland playing a host to the Golden State Warriors. And uh, what's going to happen? You know, who's to tell? Uh, Is Della Vadova going to be an all-star performer again tonight? Uh, Is Mozgov going to do a double-double? Uh, or will Golden State finally uh, show up and, and show why they won 67 games in the regular season? On the line right now with our buddy, our pal, Fox Sports Indiana, Pacers play-by-play announcer, Chris Denary. Uh, and, Chris, I mean, this has been a great NBA Finals, hasn't it? It's been fantastic, guys. Uh, you know, the TV ratings are uh, the biggest that ABC's ever had. Uh, they're probably the biggest finals ratings they've had in, you know, five to ten years. Uh, it has been. I've been I've been disappointed though in Golden State. I I, I just uh, Kobe Bryant had a really good tweet the other day, and he said that just watching it, he felt like led by LeBron James, Cleveland is playing to win a championship now, and it's almost as if Golden State figures, well, you know, we'll be here, you know. Over the next five years, we you know, we'll be here two or three times. So even if we don't get it done this year, hey, we've got another chance. And 
I think they've got to change that mindset because there's never a guarantee. Uh, I mean, all you have to do is go back to the NFL and Dan Marino, what he made the Super Bowl his second year and never got back. So I think they've got to come out uh, with a little more juice, uh, especially when you're playing against LeBron James, who's the best player in the world. I mean, he has just carried this Cleveland team on his back. I mean, no disrespect to the guys that they have, you know, Tristan Thompson and Della Vadova and Mozgov and J.R. Smith. I mean, these are very talented players. But if they don't have LeBron James, guys, I mean, that collection of talent probably wins in the 30s. So clearly LeBron has elevated everybody on that team to a championship level, and and they have a lot of confidence, and Golden State's got to find a way to knock them down a, a little bit. Yeah, it's been that laid-back mentality, like you said, it seems, for Golden State. Then you've got the, you know a guy like Delva Double who's always the first on the floor. And I know a lot of people you know want to kind of uh, poo-poo his defensive ability against Steph Curry, and they think, well, Steph's just missing shots. And maybe that's part of the case, but when you've got a mindset like Della Vadova's had where he's diving for every ball, he's in every scrum, he's trying to play uh, you know, as tough a defense as he can on Steph Curry, that lifts another team. Is, is that something that can give LeBron James more fuel? He's like, okay, I've got a guy out here who wants to win a championship right now, as you said. Can I uh, put a little more gas in the tank for LeBron? I think so. And, and you know, the, the one thing, I do think Della Vadova, though, is a better defensive player than Kyrie Irving. Sure. Um, you know, Kyrie Irving is, is better on the offensive end. But what Della Vadova, you know, they've cut the head off of Golden State. Um, and that's why they've had so much success. Um, I think what's happened is you are seeing the strength of Eastern Conference defense. It's something that the Pacers, you know, lived through the last three or four years, and especially running into Miami. Uh, what, what Cleveland's trying to do is slow the pace, is bring it down to more of a half-court game, use more of the shot clock, and force Golden State to play Cleveland's game. And that's exactly what's happened. And, and really, it happened in each of the first two games. Even though Golden State won game one, that was much to the pace uh, of the way Cleveland wanted to play. So I, I think Golden State's got to do a better job of dictating tempo and, and dictating the, the way that they want to play. But at the same huh. time, you, you just can't jack shots up at the same point. So it, it's got to be a mix of the way they play. You know, Chris Denary's on with us right now, Pacers play-by-play announcer for Fox Sports Indiana, and uh, he's seen both of these teams uh, many, 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 many times uh, throughout the course of his broadcast career. And, uh, you know, the Golden State Warriors are playing tough. Uh, that, that's all there is to it. And and maybe they're, they're, they're putting too much thought into it, but isn't it easier said than done, Chris, to just not think too much? I mean, it's easier said than done, even if you're MVP – uh, Steph Curry to to not think too much. You're thinking every second of the game, but to not think too much about the problems and just to try to be loose is so easier said than done. Well, especially since you know that group has never been there before. Now you can flip it to the other side, and you're looking at Cleveland, and for the most part, that group hasn't been there either. But they've got LeBron James, who's in his fifth finals. He's got James Jones and Mike Miller, two teammates that were with him in Miami. So those three collectively can talk to the Cavaliers' young players about what they need to do and how they need to approach the final. And even though Steve Kerr has five rings as the coach, 
none of the other players have, have been through that situation. And so, yeah, I, I think they're really, you know, thinking things too much. But the other thing is, and, and let's give Cleveland credit because they did this to Atlanta, Atlanta plays a lot like San Antonio and Golden State. They want to move the ball, pass it, make the extra pass. And Cleveland has found a way to negate that. I think the number, I, I heard an, an analytic number that usually in a 48-minute game, uh, Golden State wants to pass it 300 times. There are 300 passes made in a typical Golden State game. In the last couple of games, and, you know, they've gone overtime. Um, they've made 200 passes. So that's 100 less passes that they've made, which simply says they are not moving the ball as effectively as they did during the regular season or in the first few rounds of the playoffs. And that's how they win games. So now you, you've stopped their ball movement. They've taken, you know, uh, probably you know not as high a percentage shot as they would if they moved the ball and got open shot to me that's why cleveland you know has won the last two games chris i understand exactly what you're saying with cleveland wanting to slow the tempo down because you want to try to keep the point total down since you don't have as much firepower as golden state does but we saw this with the pacers this year too it it seems it's gotten increasingly more in the last couple of games where cleveland has taken a really long time though to get into their offense i understand running shot clock but doesn't that manifest at some point, start manifesting some bad shots if you're waiting to get into your offense until, you know, nine seconds, six seconds? We saw it with the Pacers this year. They, a lot of times they took a long time to get into their, uh, into their offense, and it manifested some bad shots. Yeah, no, you, you're absolutely right. And I think, you know, that's why if you look late in games, their, their percentages have gone down. And LeBron, you know, has been forced to take tougher shots late in the game. But the one thing that they have – is he's been so good at going to the basket and getting the ball in the post and clearing the floor out and going one-on-one where there's no help that they've been able to overcome that. And I think one of the reasons, you know, the Pacers struggled as much as they did at times this year is they didn't have those guys that, that when a play broke down, you could either throw the ball in the post or you could go one-on-one. And that, that's where Paul George and even Lance Stevenson thrive. That's not the way you want to play all the time, but at times when plays break down, you've got to have somebody that can make a play, you know, one-on-one. And, and still, that's, that's what LeBron James is able to do for Cleveland, that even when something breaks down, he's going to at least get to the rim, and then they've dominated the glass. It gives Tristan Thompson a chance to hit the offensive glass. You know, a shot, a missed shot is better than a turnover. Because at least on a missed shot, you have a chance to get the rebound. And so even when they're missing shots, it's a 50-50 chance that they can get the offensive rebound. You know, we're witnessing greatness here with LeBron James, win or lose. You know, this season started with a new big three. He had to deal with all the pressure of going back to Cleveland. He had to deal with trying to figure out how to play with Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love. And and now it's just LeBron. Kevin Love and Kyrie are, are, are no longer part of the equation. And here he is in the finals again. This guy's just totally adding to his legacy. We're witnessing greatness here. And uh, and, and this is how people, uh, you know, judge stars and, and judge athletes 
throughout the test of time, what they do in adversity. And, and, and LeBron James right now is doing something I can't remember ever being done in an NBA Finals. He's doing this largely by himself. Yeah, you're right. And, and uh, no, he is cementing his legacy. Uh, I mean, he is, you know, he's the best in the world. He's 30 years old. Uh, you know, I've heard him say he's not as athletic as he was five years ago, but he's a lot smarter. Uh, the one thing that he does, guys, is let's say Cleveland pulls this off and wins it without Kyrie Irving or Kevin Love. Um, I'm not saying you don't want those two guys next year because clearly you do, but it puts an immense amount of pressure on those two guys to get them back uh, you know, to championship level because LeBron's going to prove that he can do it without them. And, you know, if in the future they can't win, then really the blame's going to go to the other two guys. It'll never go to LeBron because LeBron has proven that he can take, you know, uh, you know a cast of, you know, I, I saw somebody on Twitter call this group the Misfit Toys. Um, <laughs> and, and that's a little harsh, but, but clearly, you know, Tristan Thompson, Della Badova, now, Mozgov wasn't a part of it. I mean, they were a part of a 30-some win team last year in Cleveland. So, clearly, it, the X factor is LeBron. I think we all know that. And he's, he's just showing what a complete player he is on, off the floor, in the locker room, mentally, physically, all those kinds of things. Yeah, you bring it up, and I, I, I've told Billy this numerous times, I feel almost wrong we're cheering on LeBron at this point because no player has done more harm to my Pacers over the last few years than LeBron. But <laughs> yeah. it's, hard, it's hard to no, find the reason right. to, to dislike the guy, you know, because he is great off the floor. He is, you know, you don't see him in the news. You don't see him on the crime reports. You don't see him really, you know, losing his cool to where you got to tell your kid to look away. And he gives 110% even when the chips are down. The guy just doesn't quit. It's hard for me to find a reason to dislike LeBron, and I almost feel like I've become a LeBron apologist or, you know, have some sort of man crush on LeBron, and I just feel guilty. <laughs> it's hard, you know, being with the Pacers to not watch LeBron and appreciate every single part of who LeBron James is. No, I, I agree. And I, and I think, you know, I'm not a big Cavaliers fan. Uh, I mean, I'm a LeBron fan. I'm just not right. a big Cavs fan because those are the fans and the organization that, you know, wanted to – you know, they were burning his jersey, and he'll, he'll never do this and that. But, of course, then they welcomed him back with open arms. But, but I think LeBron is good. He's great for the NBA. I mean, you're, you're in a place where you're, you're driving big television numbers. Um, you're, you're really trying to put yourself as you're not the NFL. The NFL's king of the world, and they're number one sport. But you want to solidify yourself as the next sport. Uh, the next professional sport. And clearly, you know, basketball, the NBA has overwhelmed baseball. I'm a big baseball fan, but baseball is not what the NBA is now. So, no, clearly, I'm a big fan for what LeBron is doing because once you break it all down in the business that I'm in, um, it's a brotherhood. You know, it's a brotherhood of the the NBA broadcasters I work with, uh, people in the league, all the teams. I mean, we're all a part of the same product. Uh, trying to sell NBA basketball. So, no, I, I think it's great. Um, personally, I'd rather see Golden State win in a very competitive series, but I will never take anything away from LeBron, even as you said, he was the Pacers killer each of the last three years. Talking to Kristen Airy, Fox Sports, Indiana Pacers, play, uh, play man. Uh, Chris, 
what do you think the secret motivation is for LeBron? Everybody's been talking about it. When when LeBron said, you know, he had other motivations that he doesn't want to talk about, and so that makes everybody like you, me, Mo, all speculate on what that motivation might be. Uh, what, what, and I know you thought about it. Don't tell me you didn't. What's <laughs> What's his secret motivation, do you think? Uh, well, yeah, I have thought about it. I, I would say I would guess at two things because I don't think anybody knows. Um, one would be the fact that when Irving got hurt, when Love got hurt, you know, they were down 2-1 in the Bulls series that absolutely nobody gave them a chance. So I yeah. would think that's the motivation on one end from a team standpoint that he is motivated to prove that they can still win without two all-star caliber players. The other motivation I would think would be individually. I mean, clearly he's the best player in basketball. He could be the MVP every year, just like Michael Jordan could have and should have been the MVP every year. But this year, Steph Curry led Golden State to the best record in the NBA. They won 67 games. I voted for him for MVP. I think LeBron's motivation is, look, all of you voted for Steph Curry. Second place she gave to James Harden. A few years back, LeBron didn't win. I think he's motivated by that. And I think individually he, he wants to show people, hey, I am the best in basketball. You can give the MVP uh, award away like a piece of candy, but I am the guy. I, I think in my mind those those would be the two motivational tools that LeBron uses. Now, some people would say, if you're that good, why do you have to be motivated? Well, I still think the best in the world still have goals, and 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 you try to set roadblocks up to make it tougher to get there. So I think he's just positioned those two types of thoughts uh, into his head and, and believes that, you know, he's going to overcome those and he's going to show everybody, you know, why, why he's the best on the planet. Is it possible though, that it maybe even goes deeper? You know, a lot of people said that he wouldn't have won NBA titles without uh, Chris Bosh and, and Dwayne Wade, you know, now he's, it's, it's him. Could it go deeper than that to prove to even fans who said, Hey, without going to Miami, LeBron has, doesn't have a ring. No, I, I agree with that. I mean, you know, Kobe, after they won three straight, the key for him, you know, what oh, what was it, uh, 9 and 10, he wanted to show that he could win a title without Shaq. Right. And so no, I, I totally agree with that. I, I think he he led a band of misfit toys with the Cavaliers the first time. And, you know, he was rather immature as a player and as a leader, and they got whipped. And he's grown a lot since 2007. And so now he wants to show that that hey you you know I can take you know five guys off the street and 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 win. So I would agree with that. With that. Hey, Chris, before we let you go, who, who's on your Mount Rushmore of NBA players? And and you're 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 entitled to your own criteria. You know, you, whether it's that you've had to see them play or. Uh, whatever your criteria is, who who is your Mount Rushmore of NBA players all so, time? So let's see, what's Mount Rushmore have four? How many? Yeah, four. Yeah, that's a four. that's a foursome. That's a foursome. So I got to pick four. Well, Jordan Jordan's one. I have to put LeBron there. I mean, and, and I mean his story's not over. Yeah. Um. 
if I was to put four, and this is no disrespect, just because I was a little kid and didn't see a lot of them. So, I mean, I know Oscar is great. Oscar Robertson's great, and Wilt's great. My four, I think I would pick, would be Jordan, LeBron, Bird, and Magic. I mean, I, I don't think you can go wrong with that four. I know that there's Jerry West and and Wilt Chamberlain and all those kinds of things, but, but I, I'd be pretty comfortable with those four. Go ahead in a second, Mo, but I love that question because there always is that number five, six, and seven yeah. that you got to go. How, how did five, six, and seven stay off that list? And you're right. always going to have that five, six, and seven conversation. No well, question. Yeah. I mean, yeah. What do you think, Mo? Well, don't you have to put Larry Bird on there? I mean, because doesn't uh, doesn't that uh, hurt the uh, paycheck a little bit? Uh, should you not say? Larry? <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, no, yeah, I'm a That's company man. Uh, but but you know what? He won three titles, oh, and know. you know his numbers were were unbelievable. Um, you know, I mean, I, I I think Kobe. If you were to go top ten. You know, then it gets a little bit easier because then you can you can dig deep into the Jerry West and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and right. Oscar Robertson and I mean Kobe's Kobe's got to be in there. Uh, shoot, I mean Shaq, Shaq's probably you know somewhere top ten. I mean that that's the beauty about sports is to be able to uh, you know compare and contrast numbers. Um, you know, they always say baseball's a little easier because even though it's a team sport, it's an individual game. I mean, when you go up to the plate, other than the fact that, you know, there are runners in scoring position or whatever, it's mano a mano. It's pitcher versus you. And so what you did at the plate can really be similar to what somebody did at the plate, you know, 20 years prior. Basketball's a little bit different because it's five against five, pace changes, all those kinds of things, but I still think they are valid arguments. Good stuff. Hey, Chris, thank you very much for your time, man. We always enjoy talking to you, pal. Well, I look forward to it, and hopefully, you know, in a few weeks, uh, in, what, two weeks from tonight, uh, the NBA yeah. draft, I'll be really interested to see what the Pacers do. I was out of town today, so I was not in for Trey Lyles' workout. Um, so, uh yeah, I'll look forward to talking to you either the week, you know, that week of the draft or right after the draft. And the last time we saw you was uh, during the NBA D-League championship. Uh, and now our buddy, our pal, Connor Henry, is off to uh, be the head coach of the L.A. Defenders. So uh, our Fort Wayne Mad Ants are in search of a new head coach. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see, you know, what happens. And and it's it's interesting to see, you know, so much more talk about the league expanding. Right. I think they're going to add some teams, and and I do believe in talking to the NBA folk that you know we're probably still five years away. I don't know what the the, the the numbers will be, but at some point every team will have a team, and I think that'll be good to build you know a true minor league system for the NBA, just like Major League Baseball. All right, at Kristenary on Twitter. Fox Sports Indiana Pacers play-by-play announcer. Uh, hey, enjoy the game tonight, Chris, if you can, and uh, we'll talk again very, very soon, pal. All right. Thanks, guys. See you. Good stuff from uh, our buddy, our pal, Chris Denary. Um You know, 
he's got a high regard for LeBron James, and and we're talking about uh, the the play by play man, Fox Sports Indiana, eighty eighty two games a year covering the Pacers, sees every game the Pacers play against the uh, Cavaliers now this year and and, and in prior years the uh, uh, Miami Heat. But he knows LeBron. He's got such a high regard for LeBron. And and LeBron's legacy is getting to the point where you just can't ignore it anymore. Yeah, I mean, you know, as soon as I started asking that question, I very quickly wanted to backtrack and go, my God, he could tell all Pacers fans could shun me after this. After uh, right, after Chris right. poo poo's my uh, my love of LeBron James, uh, he could <laughs> I could be shunned from Pacers games for life. Well, no, but see, that's what happened to me with Michael Jordan. Um, you know, as a Detroit Piston fan, a kid grew up in Detroit, just diehard Piston fan, Isaiah guy, and 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 I had a hatred for for Michael Jordan because you know what did he, what did he do? He always put up forty or fifty against my Pistons. Didn't always win the games, but, you know, I just hated him because he was, you know, the enemy with the Chicago Bulls. And and then as time went on, you know, the hatred kind of turned into respect. And, 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 you know, then the hatred turned into, I hate him because he's not on my team. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking the other day, I'm like, geez, why can't LeBron just get a DUI or get caught, you know, like Tiger Banks? So there can be something wrong with this dude. So I can just be like, all right, Right. that's why I don't like LeBron. But I'll be damned if I can find it. But I had that evolution uh, with Michael Jordan. And once he got to that point where I just couldn't ignore it anymore, just, you know, I had to acknowledge his greatness, that's where you know there's somebody that deserves to be on that Mount Rushmore of NBA players. When Jordan gets... Uh, the most hated enemies going, wow, you know, he's pretty good. Same thing with LeBron. When he gets this hated enemies saying, you know, you can't argue how great the guy is, and and then they start being a fan, uh, that's when you know you're on the Mount Rushmore or your Mount Rushmore status. Yeah, I got a LeBron Cavs t-shirt. Don't tell anybody. I totally you know sold out. I totally sold out. That's, that's, that's absolutely terrible, man. You can't do that. I never bought Jordan's crap. I, I liked him, but I'm a Piston fan, man. What's wrong with you? I sold out. Well, partially because, you know, most people I'm around are, are big, you know, all of a sudden they're big Golden State Warriors fans. So I just thought, you know, what a nice little middle finger to them. And, and you know, LeBron, you're right. I sold out. You sold out. I can't, I can't right, even talk gonna, about it. You're right. We're, we're going to get a break in, uh, finish up hour number one. Top hour number two, we're going to talk to the brand-new head coach of the L.A. Defenders of the NBA D-League. We're just talking to Fox Sports Indiana Pacers announcer, Kristen Airy, about the expansion of the D-League. And uh, the guy that took uh, the Fort Wayne Mad Ants to two straight NBA D-League finals with a championship one year ago, is now the head coach of the L.A. Defenders, and he'll be on the uh, air with us at 8 o'clock, so stick around for that. And we appreciate you tuning in very, very much. Mo Times at Mo Radio Show. I'm at Billy Elvis at BS Sports the Fan. We're going to take a break, and uh, we're going to be back next on the BS Sports Show. Okay, so what do you have? Ryan, what do you think? Oh, uh... Oh... Um, Lollygagging ain't for leaders. They're too busy making plays happen, answering the call, earning their big boy pants. Isn't it time to be the leader you were born to be? The playbook's right there, Captain. What's the call? 
full of nachos, fried pickles, pretzels, buffaloitos, honey barbecue wings, and waters all around. Grab a seat. The game is on. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings, beer, sports. Ugh, I hate these big-ass prices. Sounds like you could use some big-ass savings. I'd love some big-ass savings. Kmart Shop Your Way members save 30 cents a gallon. 30 cents a gallon? That's a big-ass discount. Big-ass discount. A really big-ass discount. Really big-ass discount. Honey, this solves your big-ass problem. Totally solves my big-ass problem. Yeah, look at that big-ass truck. Big-ass man. Hello, big-ass man. Shop Your Way members get big-ass savings. Save 30 cents a gallon when you spend $50 or more at Kmart. Meet the fuel-efficient Ford Focus. Along with great handling, the Focus also comes with Girls' Night Out and Girls' Night In and Road Trips and the Scenic Route and Swimming and Weekly Car Washes and Making Connections and Unexpected Speed Dating. Only Ford gives you EcoBoost fuel economy and a whole lot more. With so many ands, where will you end up? fuel-efficient Ford Focus. This is Gary Snyder from the Gary Snyder Show, and I have a couple of important questions for you. Do you need some extra cash, and do you have any scrap metal laying around? If you answered yes to either question, which we know you did, after all, this is Indiana, then you need to give Clarks a call today, 260-356-8314. That's 260-356-8314. Clarks wants all of your scrap metal. Broken down appliances, old cars, computer parts, copper, aluminum, and even your old cell phones. If it's scrap and if it's metal, Clarks wants it and they will pay top dollar for it. Clarks is located at 100 Heightsfield Street in Huntington and they are open weekdays from 8 to 4.30 p.m. Or just give them a ring, 260-356-8314. That's 260-356-8314. Clarks, they want all of your scrap metal. Chapman's Brewing Company is Northeast Indiana's newest microbrewery. Located in Angola, Indiana, Chapman's is what it means to be local. Chapman's recently launched their American Ale Cider that is a unique combination of malted barley, Cascade hops, and fresh apple juice that appeals to both beer drinkers and cider lovers alike. It is truly more than a beer and more than a cider. Three sips and you'll understand why we love it too. Visit Chapman'sBrewing.com for a retailer nearest you. When you're looking for a new home, why not seek the counsel of a friend who happens to know the housing market like the back of her hand? Natalie Letterly of United Country Natalie L. Real Estate can answer all questions about buying or selling a home, and she can provide valuable information that's important to your family. Natalie will provide you with a detailed summary of area schools, nearby amenities, and homeowner testimonials about the neighborhood of your choice. Call Natalie, 260-388-9588, and start looking for your new home today. So much more than just a show. It's life itself. It is everything. It's the BS Sports Show. Welcome back. Where's my microphone? Where's it at? There it is. Hey, how you doing? Thank you very much for tuning in. I'm at Billy Elvis at Mo Radio Shows. How you find Mo Time at BS Sports. The fan is the show. We got Facebook pages as well, and we start and end the week every week 
Monday and Friday, 7 to 9, Wrigley Field Bar and Grill. Tomorrow's the weekend starter party with uh, a $92 VIP party up for grabs, a whole lot of other great giveaways, mantra karaoke with Jake, the all-you-can-eat world-famous wing and fish buffet, $9 adult, 450 kids, best dinner deal in the universe. There's no better way to get the weekend rolling than heading out to the weekend starter party. Wrigley Field Bar and Grill, Georgetown North Fort's best damn sports bar. Our home on Fridays as well as Mondays from 7 to 9 p.m. Mo, uh, I love talking to Chris Denary, man. He brings so much insight and so much uh, so much uh, uh, great perspective to the show with regard to the NBA. And, and he comes from a, an angle uh, from a guy that watches every Pacer game every year. Oh, of course, yeah. I mean, you know. And the uh, the thing about Chris is that he doesn't mind, uh, you know, if it's, uh, thank God, if it's, uh, you know, talking about praising LeBron James or the fact that he's rooting for Golden State. And a lot of the analysts, you know, wouldn't do that, especially when they work for a different team. But it's cool that he's uh, extremely honest when he comes on the show. Well, you know, and he's been very, very fair with his analysis of the Pacers in the past, too. Sure. And and with regard to the Pacers and, and their effort to get back to uh, their greatness, um, there, there's a lot of question marks, but there's a lot of positives. I mean, you know, when they started the season with only one starter uh, in Roy Hibbert, and then he got hurt too, and so then they had to scramble, and they got all of those guys uh, some time off the bench, and, and, I mean, it was crazy. I mean, you didn't know what the Pacers' starting five was going to be for a large part of the season. It was, uh, and so, so out of the norm, because uh the prior two seasons we knew what the starting five was every freaking night it was Paul George it was George Hill Lance Stevenson uh David West and Roy Hibbert and you know that was largely a, 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 a two straight years so for the scramble last year at least the positive is is that Frank Vogel got a lot of looks at a lot of different players yeah you know for sure and uh and hopefully this year Paul George can return the form and, and rather quickly. And, uh, you know, hopefully the, the little bit of time at the end of last season helped him out. And we'll see what kind of moves the Pacers make. You know, how much different is this team? Uh, are guys like Luis Scola gone? Uh, you know, are any of those pieces like Rodney Stuckey was on the one-year deal? Is he gone? Or are there trades made? What will they put around Paul George? Well, let's be honest, that's who they have to build around, how guys are, are players with Paul George. And, and it'll be interesting to see what happens. And plus, Larry Bird's drafting where he normally has tons of success, you know, between that uh, 11 and 10 to, you know, 18 range, Larry Bird has, has hit more than he's missed. Yeah, I'm so glad we got Kristen on too, after the draft, to find out, uh, you know, his thoughts on the whole process. <laughs> he so, booked himself on the show. That was nice. Yeah, I know. I mean, that, that, uh, it can't get any better than that, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so as game four is about to tip here at the top of the hour, uh, I'm sorry, an hour from now, um, 9 o'clock. Um, you know, I, I almost think that there there needs to be like the greatest sense of urgency ever out of the Golden State Warriors. they got to try to run and run and run as much as possible. they got to try to dictate the tempo as much as possible. And, and they can do that, but they, they're going to have to play some defense and uh, they're going to have to make some shots. You know, and, and the thing is, a lot of times with a team like Cleveland, you would think when they've, you know, they've been counted out, they've lost, you know, two of their stars, that after they got up 2-1 and they're at home again, that maybe they, they, you know, dial it down a notch. But with LeBron James as your leader 
and a guy like Della Vadova, who you know feels like he has something to prove, being on the floor, hustling everywhere. I don't think they dial it down at all. I think they ratchet it up one more notch tonight, uh, you know, with Cleveland. You know, the, the the thing that makes this this finals so intriguing, outside of the obvious, outside of LeBron trying to exercise the demons of of those that decided that Steph Curry was the MVP in the league, uh, is the fact that you know we keep seeing the Cavs outplay the Golden State Warriors. They've outplayed them all three games. But we keep saying to ourselves, but the deeper team is the Golden State Warriors. So how are the Golden State Warriors, the deeper team, being outplayed? Well, that just comes down to when does it just blow up? When 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 do LeBron or Della Vadova or Mazagoff or, 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 or anybody... A shumper, anybody on that rock, when do their legs just give out? When is it? When is enough is enough? You know, you brought that up with me last night. Is that the deal with Steph Curry? Does he not know how 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 deep an NBA season is, really, when you're in the finals? No, he does not. But, you know, it, it has nothing to do with what you know. It has everything to do with what your body does physically. And bottom line is, is that, you know, at some point, everybody's waiting to see when does Cleveland just absolutely run out of gas because, you know, that's the big question at this point. They're overachieving. They're getting great performances from players nobody's ever heard of, whether it's Della Vadova or whether it's Mozgov. And, and you know, everybody's saying, okay, so at some point this is going to, it's just going to just run out of gas. It's going to run out of steam and Golden State's depth is going to take over. And I think that's the big question at this point in the series heading into game four tonight. Well, I don't because you've got two of your, your normal starters, actually three of your normal starters, who are out for the year with injuries. So you've got guys like Della Vadova, Thompson, uh, you know, Amon Shumpert, who were bench players for the good part of the year. So they're not playing all the minutes that LeBron and Steph Curry and Clay Thompson and uh, Draymond Green were. So you've got a lot of guys who were, you know, used, but uh, uh, used, you know, maybe sparingly at times and didn't play all the minutes that uh, the starters have played. So you've got uh, three guys on the Cleveland starting five now who are bench players up until you know, right. recently. Yeah, no, that, that, that's, a, that's a very fair point. And, um, but I'm just talking about depth of roster, how, you, how deep you're going into your lineup game in and game out when you're playing a game virtually every other night in these uh, NBA finals. Right, but you've got guys on the bench, too, in Cleveland who have rings with LeBron. Mike Miller, James Jones has seen more playing time. Uh, Sean Marion has played, you know, hardly at all uh, in these last three series. You know, he was a guy who started a lot earlier in the year. So there's guys on that roster with playoff and championship experience who have yet to see the floor very much. So, you know, I think needed, those guys can come off the bench and know the, the how large the situation is, but still have legs on them. I mean, granted, they're older guys, but... They've got legs under them, and, and they know their role. They've known their role on LeBron championship teams in the past. And I think that although Golden State is more talented and has a deeper bench, I think it's sometimes it's hard to count out experience and knowing what your role is, especially with your captain when you've won rings with him before. So, but my point is that the biggest question right now at this stage of the NBA Finals is, is will Cleveland run out of gas or they can – can they sustain it? No, no, that's, I don't think so. That, 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 that's, that, no, that's the current question that, that is being posed by those watching these finals. And some will agree with you. And some will say, um, 
absolutely these cavaliers are going to run out of gas they're going to they're going to they're, they're uh, eventually your Matthew Delavadovas and your and your and your Mozgovs and 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 your Amon Shumperts are going to you know show their true colors and and, and then the, the the deeper team is going to prevail so no, the, I, there's two there's two phases of this conversation here no, I, I think with the real school uh, with the real question people are asking is does LeBron James run out of gas? Because it, that's the key, right? If LeBron, this team goes as LeBron James goes. So I think the real question people are asking, without saying it, is LeBron James going to run out of gas? Because I, you know, for the two reasons I stated earlier, that's why I don't think the Cleveland as a whole runs out of gas. A lot of guys, you know, have spent time on the bench all year. But the real question I think what people are saying is, does LeBron James run out of gas? And if if he does, then Cleveland's done. Let's be quite honest. If LeBron James runs out of gas, this series is over and Golden State comes back and wins. So I don't know the question. Does Cleveland run out of gas? Does LeBron James run out of gas? You know, and that's the beautiful thing of this scenario, and that's what goes back to the whole initial discussion of we've got a team that's amongst the best teams ever assembled uh, in the NBA, uh, amassing 67 regular season wins, and the depth that the Golden State Warriors have, led by the Splash Brothers, Clay Thompson and Steph Curry. But we also have... Uh, an amazing athlete, one of the greatest athletes this generation has seen, uh, and and LeBron is showing how good he really is in having to carry this team and will this team uh, to win after win and in an effort to win a championship. And if he does, uh, you know, it's going to be really, really hard not to put him up there amongst the greatest of all time. Right, and normally we would. We would crap on the fact that a jump shooting team would win an NBA championship, right? I mean, it, we, we we would never accept that. But when, since it was Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and those guys, we're like, yeah, they're you know they're the favorites going in. I mean, when's the last time that you can think back and go, yes, a jump shooting team, we favored them in the finals. That doesn't happen very often. But this yeah. team, uh, you know, we we it was the favorite coming in, and you know, have is it proved that no matter who the, your shooters are, that a jump shooting team is not built to win an NBA championship. Well, and, and because those guys stand out so much, because you know the stars of the team are are, are are guards, and that's you know not always the case. Usually, you know the championship teams are are, are guys down low, uh, but you know the, there's there's great post players and there's great depth on that Warriors team. We just focus on Steph Curry and Clay Thompson well, no, so much. But but I'm saying though, if if your two main stars are jump shooters if they get cold you're screwed if you've got a guy who can create his own shot and let's be honest steph curry has driven the rim some but there's a lot more times that he could have you know you figure with a, i'd rather have a guy like lebron or a guy that can create his own shot is my star any day over a guy who can shoot the lights out most nights but if he goes cold the team you know kind of hits the skids i'd rather have a guy who can create his own shot any day well i don't think steph curry's one-dimensional that's for sure he's more I than don't. just an outside shooter I don't, but he's not LeBron. You know, he's not a guy. He's yeah. not Derek Rose. Well, nobody's Rose. LeBron. Okay, but he's not Derek Rose. He's not Dwayne Wade. In his pro- you know, he, he can't yeah. create his own shot as well as those guys could. They could hit the outside. I don't know, shot. man. His quickness, he, if he wants to, he can. He just doesn't. I mean, that's, and he's blown some open that, shots. That, yeah, I know. But, I mean, that, that's, how he's, that's how he's maintained some sort of factor. I mean, I mean he forced uh, game two, I believe it was, into overtime. Uh by driving the paint and getting an epi- uh, opportune layup and, and looking aw- absolutely awesome doing it, juking guys out of their shorts. 
I think he's very capable of being that wizard that can drive the lane and be multidimensional outside just being that three-point shooter, but um, he hasn't had to. Here's where we get to see him evolve. Here's where, we get to, here's where we get to see Steph Curry prove he is the MVP because if it's just outside shooting, then nobody should be an MVP if you're just outside shooting. If you're a spe- That's more of a specialist. I'm a three-point specialist. Ray Allen was a three-point specialist. Uh, but if you can evolve your game and, and, and they're taking away your three-point shot or your outside shooting and you show you can still score and be a factor and, and lead your team when the chips are down in the paint or somewhere else, doing everything it takes, then then that's where you're you know living up to your MVP status. And Steph did that several times, even though they're down 2-1 to one in this three-game series, uh, including his uh, inopportune uh, his opportune moment where he drove the lane and made that great shot to send it to overtime in Game 2. Well, I will be happy to continue to argue with you later about this because I, I disagree wholeheartedly, but i got to be saddened. You know, I'm happy that we're talking the former Matt Ants coach, Connor Henry, next, but I'm sad as well. Yeah, I know. He's he's a buddy. He's a pal. He's a friend of the show. Uh, we bonded. And uh, he's also getting, you know, an opportunity to go back home. I mean, probably most would say that's not, a that's not a, you know, uh, an upgrade in position to go from the Fort Wayne Matt Ants to the L.A. Defenders when the Mad Ants have been to the last two championships and won one two years ago. But, you know, he, he's a California guy, so he's heading home. And it's bittersweet because, like Mo says, you know, it, you know it, good dude. We got we got along with him great, and he was a great guy for us. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. Melancholy is Mo. I'm sad, I'm All sad. Right. We're going to get a break in, and we're going to get Connor Henry on the line with us next, who's uh, said sayonara to the Mad Ants, and uh, hello Los Angeles as the new coach of the Defenders. Uh, and he's our guest to start hour number two. Thank you very much for tuning in. Mo Times at Mo Radio Show. I'm at Billy Elvis at BS Sports the Fan. It's the BS Sports Show. Hi, this is Billy Elvis, and along with Mo Time, we host the BS Sports Show. Now on Yahoo Sports Radio Indiana, which can be found at indianasportsradio.com. Tune in for our unique slant on the world of sports, covering your teams in the state of Indiana, as well as the top national stories, too. It's the BS Sports Show. I'm at Billy Elvis, Mo Time's at Mo Radio Show, at BS Sports The Fan. Now on Yahoo Sports Radio Indiana at indianasportsradio.com. At McDuff Realty Group, their top priority is helping you achieve maximum results from the purchase or sale of your home. With over 20 years of marketing and sales experience, Joe Shoemaker and his team will provide you with an aggressive, passionate strategy that delivers the results you expect. For real estate services in central Indiana, call Joe Shoemaker at 317-413-8501 or visit online at mcduffrealty.com. At Roof Home Mortgage, we understand that every borrower is different, so we offer a variety of products to meet your individual mortgage financing needs, including conventional, FHA, VA, USDA, new construction, first-time home buyers, reverse mortgages, and, of course, refinancing. Want to learn more? Just call Brian Graham, the Mortgage Man, at 260-248-8333 or visit him online at ruoff.com backslash Brian Graham. 
and let them help you finance the home of your dreams. Hi, this is Billy Elvis, and along with Mo Time, we host the BS Sports Show weekdays from 7 to 9. And every Friday, as well as Monday, we're at Wrigley Field Bar and Grill, Fort's Best Damn Sports Bar. Fridays, it's part of the original weekend starter party with the all-you-can-eat wing and fish buffet, 850 adults, 4 bucks for kids, and great prizes. And Monday, lots of special guests, including Comet Head Coach Gary Graham and Matt Ant's Head Coach Connor Henry. It's the BS Sports Show weekdays 7 to 9, and at Wrigley Field Bar and Grill in Georgetown North every Monday and Friday night. Okay, so what do you have? Ryan, what do you think? Oh, uh... Oh, um... Lollygagging ain't for leaders. They're too busy making plays happen. Answering the call. Earning their big boy pants. Isn't it time to be the leader you were born to be? The playbook's right there, Captain. What's the call? We'll have nachos, fried pickles, pretzels, buffalitos, honey barbecue wings, and waters all around. Grab a seat. The game is on. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings, beer, sports. Ugh, I hate these big-ass prices. Sounds like you could use some big-ass savings. I'd love some big-ass savings. Kmart Shop Your Way members save 30 cents a gallon. 30 cents a gallon? That's a big-ass discount. Big-ass discount. A really big-ass discount. Really big-ass discount. Honey, this solves your big-ass problem. Totally solves my big-ass problem. Dad, look at that big-ass truck. Big-ass man. Hello, Big Ass Man! Shop your way, members. Get Big Ass Savings. Save 30 cents a gallon when you spend $50 or more at Kmart. Meet the fuel-efficient Ford Focus. Along with great handling, the Focus also comes with Girls' Night Out and Girls' Night In and Road Trips and the Scenic Route and Swimming and Weekly Car Washes and Making Connections and Unexpected Speed Dating. Only Ford gives you EcoBoost fuel economy and a whole lot more. With so many ands, where will you end up? The fuel-efficient Ford Focus. This is Gary Snyder from The Gary Snyder Show, and I have a couple of important questions for you. Do you need some extra cash, and do you have any scrap metal laying around? If you answered yes to either question, which we know you did, after all, this is Indiana, then you need to give Clarks a call today, 260-356-8314. That's 260-356-8314. Clarks wants all of your scrap metal, broken down appliances, old cars, computer parts, copper, aluminum, and even your old cell phones. If it's scrap and if it's metal, Clarks wants it, and they will pay top dollar for it. Clarks is located at 100 Heightsfield Street in Huntington, and they are open weekdays from 8 to 4.30 p.m. Or just give them a ring, 260-356-8314. That's 260-356-8314. Clarks, they want all of your scrap metal. It's the BS Sports Show. I'm not going to say that didn't deserve applause because it did. Well, hey, thanks a lot for spending some time with us. We appreciate it. I'm at Billy Elvis. He's at Mo Radio Show Mo Time. And we're at BS Sports The Fan, Monday through Friday with you from 7 to 9 p.m. You know, we're, we're, we're kind of saddened by the latest news, not surprised, just a tinge saddened by the latest news that uh, one of our best friends on the show, 
Connor Henry has uh, decided to head back west and uh, take on uh, the L.A. Defenders as uh, head coach. Connor, Matt, we're kind of hurt by this, buddy. You hurt us, pal. <laughs> I'm serious. Uh, I, 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 I know, fellas. Um, you know, I. this move is is made with some mixed emotions um but it's i i think it's a good move uh i get to i get to go home uh i get to be near family friends um closer a little closer to my son who's 15 and um um, it's it 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 is and and was a tough decision, but uh, it's one that over the last uh, two weeks um, we made and uh, and now we've got to now we've got to push forward. So, so um, I uh, I leave with some some mixed feelings. Yeah, I feel you like got, my dad. You got put the, me up you got adoption. the baby crying in the background. Is that what you're yeah. upset? You're yeah. upset about it too. <laughs> Mo's babysitting. He's he's you made you made Mo's son cry, Connor. Come on, come on, come on. <laughs> yeah, I think he's more shocked that somebody has left a child in my care. First off, but <laughs> I feel like my dad put me up for adoption. I thought that as close of a bond as we made, as much strategy as I helped you lay out uh, over the years, uh, that uh, that you would call and check in with me and so I could counsel you on the decision. Uh, so I'm assuming that uh, within the next week or so, you're going to name me as an assistant coach. I, uh, I I'm working on my staff, and um, <laughs> I I do have a I do have a position for uh, security and let's let's combine it security and uh, babysitting. <laughs> I was gonna say, well, basically, but I was gonna say maybe after school, uh, whatever. But uh, yes, you're you're welcome on the staff. Well, the problem is my son only just realized he's only home with me too, and he's flipping out. You know. <laughs> Are we on? We got the show going from the house and and part going from the bar tonight. Is that what we're doing? Part of, part of it's from Billy's basement, and the other part of it's from uh, Moe's daycare. So, you know, that, that, that's what you're dealing with tonight, Connor. Uh, and I'm sure now that you're in uh, the City of Angels, uh, your your interviews will be very different than those that you dealt with here in Fort Wayne. You're, I sure you're, hope not. Yeah. <laughs> you know I what? I sure hope not. You know what? Uh, uh, hopefully you'll keep in touch with us uh, because, I mean, uh, we totally understand, your, you know, this opportunity for you to head closer to home. Uh, your mom's out there in Cali, and, and you pointed out your 15-year-old son, so this is just the absolute perfect move for you. Uh, but now you've got this different scenario where you have that direct affiliation as head coach of the L.A. Defenders, and and it's it's a whole different animal, kind of. I mean, I mean, you're you're probably going to have your hands tied a little bit at times, aren't you? You know, not really sure how it's going to play out, but um, you know, going from thirteen to to a single uh, affiliate is is definitely going to be different. Um, you know, speaking with uh, the the Lakers and the Defenders, uh, they did start to use. Uh, the defenders last year in a positive way with with their call da- call downs and developing uh, a couple of their players. So um, 
they've assured me that that's going to go forward. And that was one of the, the points that, you know, we discussed about. Um, I wanted to be able to have uh, uh, some access to players coming down and developing them. Um, and then, uh, and vice versa, um, having players that, that possibly that they could uh, bring up, not only draft picks coming down, but the, the players to develop and, and, and to bring up uh, if needed. Um, you see, uh, you see some of the the more successful clubs with single affiliates like Canton and Maine and and Santa Cruz, all using that single affiliation uh, to to their benefit. So, so we'll see. Um, you know, I'm uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's a huge challenge, fellas. Uh, uh, they they haven't won. Uh, they've they've uh, they like to fire coaches after one year. Uh, um, you know, uh, so uh, uh, I've told them that you know the chances of of, of having the same success again uh, is 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 a long shot. But um, this is a good move, uh, and and we've got to we've got to change culture in in LA and try to try to create uh, you know what we've had the last two years. And um, I, I couldn't be more proud of uh, everyone. Uh, in 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 Fort Wayne in the organization from the, the from from Jeff and John to to coaches and, and, and players and to media all everybody uh, it just seemed to line up um, and uh, the players bought in the most important part of it um, but uh, uh, we had great success uh, Jeff uh, gave gave me two teams that um, were were talented. Uh, uh, that were hard-nosed, um, that were good in the locker room, um, and and you and I, you guys, we, we've talked about this. There was there was moments where, you know, uh, the ship isn't uh, sailing along, and, and you have those moments three or four times during the year where you where you write it in some way, um, and we were able to do so. So I'm I'm extremely uh, proud of everyone who bought in uh, and who who worked with me and, and, and Jeff and the organization. Um, and, uh, it's a great story. Uh, let me put it that way. It's, it's a, it's a great time. Um, and, uh, I, you know, I told Jeff the other day, I think it, it, it will continue. Um, there's three or four guys that want to come back. You're going to have three or four players from, uh, the affiliates. There's some, some, you know, mention and rumor that Ron might, come back to so you, you could have seven eight very very good players to continue this run and um uh there, there's no reason why it can't with the uh, la defenders if you're able to turn that around out there will that next step then be up to the you know the, the coaching staff of the lakers is that uh is that a move you would want to make and it, will it be a different scenario out there with there being two pro teams in your market well First of all, the the it's not like Fort Wayne, um, as you guys know. The, the defenders are the the the, 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 the small <laughs> the small yeah. ship. Uh, there's uh, there's the the Lakers and the Clippers. Um, the support is very minimal compared to Fort Wayne, um, but the talent level uh, and the players that they have uh, returning rights to, um, and and the possibility of uh, a couple of uh, draft picks coming down um, uh, either last year's or this year's because they've got three picks. Um, you know, the, there could be a significant amount of talent. Now, 
I'm a firm believer that um, it, you know you, it doesn't mean that you're going to win with with a ton of talent. Um, in fact, I think you can I think you can win uh, with just a touch less talent. You need talented players. You need two or three guys that are really good. Um, uh, and but if you have too much and they can't get on the same page, uh, then you've got issues. And um, uh, it'll be it'll be my job and and management to to figure that out if we uh, if we cross that path. Um, uh, they have not had uh, the success that they've wanted uh, the last the last three years, and um, they're uh, they're hoping to change that. So um, you know, opportunities, Mo. Uh, the goal is to get to a to a bench at the next level. Um, uh, I like I like the D League. Um, I like the style of play. Uh, I, I like the athletes. Uh, I'm comfortable there. Um, it's the type of coaching that I like to do. So we'll we'll see about the future, but who knows. Talking to Connor Henry, uh, Matt Ant's head coach the last two years, and all he did in two years in Fort Wayne was take the team to the championship twice and won one. Uh, but, you know, we're watching uh, the NBA Finals right now, Connor, and and I think Cleveland, in a way, is baffling a lot of people, and I think LeBron is cementing his legacy as to how great a player he really is right now because uh, you know, I mean, on one hand, you look at it and say Golden State's underachieving and they're not playing up to form right now. But you know, maybe that's due to the Cavaliers and what they're doing and, and disrupting their flow. Uh, but what what an NBA Finals we've witnessed thus far, heading into Game Four tonight, right? Phenomenal. Um, and you're seeing, you know, up until this this point, uh, there's never been a, a team that has has played. Uh, a fast break type style of play and won a championship or, or it's been 40 or 50 years um, when the ball slows down in the playoffs uh, defense reigns shot clock reigns and you're seeing you're seeing the brilliant the brilliance of LeBron and and the Cavs strategy of slowing that tempo um, making sure that they're taking shots uh, as much as they can at the rim, even though they're still shooting uh, a few threes. J.R. Smith's going to shoot them, and and uh, Shumpert's going to shoot them, and and Delhi's going to shoot them, uh, and Ron's and and LeBron's going to control that tempo. So um, it is a battle of wills. Um, it's been incredible the first three games to see what LeBron has done. Now who knows what's going to happen tonight? Um, uh, you know, Golden State has yet to really break out. Uh, where they're hitting on all uh, all cylinders, they haven't had great bench play. Um, uh, Draymond Green has been somewhat kind of non-consistent, you know, and, and and hasn't really shown up. But you know, things can change very quickly. All the games have been close, even when even when Cleveland was up 17 going into the fourth. You just knew. Uh, and my son told me, "Well, Dad, you you've been up 30 and had to go to double overtime <laughs> to win." So. <laughs> Um, you know, it's it's a great series. We'll see uh, if Golden State can get one tonight, and then, you know, then it's then it's back even, and then you go back to back to Oakland. But if if Cleveland gets one tonight, uh, they are they are sitting in a really good spot. Do we know yet, Coach? Will will the defenders make a a trip to the Coliseum this year? And if so, what would that game be like for you starting the game off? I haven't seen next year's schedule, but. But most likely, that's 
uh, in April. It seems to always be later in the year when uh, either uh, East Coast team goes west or West Coast team comes comes east. So um, sometimes it's a back-to-back or two games over a weekend. So um, don't know yet, but um, that'll be something uh, special. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm hoping – I'm actually hoping to get out there in August uh, sometime to, to visit some people. Um, but – uh, during season uh, to be able to come back that would be that would be a great time and um, I'd just be down you know I'd just be 50 feet away so hey coach if you're in town in August and you're anywhere near Wrigley Field Bar and Grill Monday or Friday while Mo and I are doing the show you gotta stop in and say hi I will I will definitely let you guys know don't you worry about that fellas and I and I and I intend to stay in touch um, you know um, I'm 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 moving on, but uh, what an unbelievable two years, uh, Jeff and John. Um, you know, make the D League uh, experience and the Mad Ants a, a great place to to work. Um, I can't say enough about um, how they make the players feel. Uh, the The expectations are lined out, you know, from day one. Jeff's a super competitive guy, and he does a great job of of getting everybody to realize that. Um, that it's it's about winning, um, and and he and I were were able to really uh, get an understanding of each other and and start to put things into place and um, and we've just had a just a magical run and uh, so uh, I'm I'm headed out but um, you know I'll be back and uh, I, I leave with uh, uh, I leave with a ton of memories and um, and a bunch of friends so I'm I'm pleased about that. Well, you know, we we wish you success in your in your efforts uh, with the LA Defenders, man. Go, go ahead, Mo. Did Jeff ask you at all about the, your input on who your replacement should be? I know that happens in sports a lot of times when the coaches decide to leave. They ask their input on on their job. Who would they put in that spot? Uh, was your opinion asked on your former job? Yeah, there's you know there's four or five guys out there, and then there's always. Uh, another two or three guys that pop up uh, late and, and Jeff does an unbelievable job of, of, of scouting the landscape. Um, you know, w- we discussed a few guys uh, that are out there that uh, we know they're looking for jobs. So he's, he's got my opinion on, on, on who I think are, are qualified and, and who were, uh, you know, tough to prepare for when you play against guys. Um, so, um, but Jeff's going to take his time. I spoke to him, um, yesterday or the day before, um, and uh, uh, he's in no hurry. So um, he'll make a great choice. Uh, I know they want to get somebody with experience um, that's been there before, um, and um, that choice will be a good one. And, and I, I know that um, Fort Wayne's going to be one of the best teams in the East. Hopefully we can um, have a good uh, uh, rivalry out west and, and be one of the top teams and, and get to come in each other and, and play each other. So, You know, I, I hope that Fort Wayne kicks the L.A. defenders' ass in the uh, D-League finals this coming year. Just, <laughs> I, I, I'm, uh, I'm being 100% honest, Coach. <laughs> right. I know. I know. And, 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 and that's the great thing about sport and, yeah. and being competitive. And, and well, we'll see. You know, we'll, we'll hope, hopefully, hopefully we'll get to play each other. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah, that, would, yeah. that would be fantastic. I can be bought. So, I mean, for some cool swag, I'll be I'll be all over the, the defenders. I mean, I can be bought. I'm not going to lie to you. I can be bought. Shut up, bro. Shut up. Bro. <laughs> hey, Co- Coach Connor, Henry, uh, you've been 
uh, amongst the most accommodating and, and, and the greatest dudes we've had to deal with with regard to Fort Wayne sports. Uh, so we're going to miss you, but we also appreciate your decision and wish you the best of luck, and uh, and, and we'll definitely stay in touch. Guys, thanks for everything. Uh, you know, back at you. Uh, you guys have been great to me, and, and uh, um, look forward to talking to you guys in the future, and we'll stay in touch. All right, man. Coach uh, Connor Henry, now of the L.A. Defenders, but for the past two years the Matt Ants head coach and uh, only took them to a championship in his first year as coach. And you know what? First-year coach is going to win a championship this year too, Mo, in the NBA. Well, they have to. They're both first-year coaches. Well, there's the message. Where to play along. Where to catch on real quick. Do you, do you yeah, think yeah, so? yeah, yeah, yeah. Even your son's calling you out. Hey, Dad, you dumbass. That was the point that Billy was just making. I know. I know. Do you think? <laughs> do you think that, that not having to talk to Justin Cone anymore factored in the Connors' decision to leave? I think it was a huge decision. I think it was. <laughs> I, I think he's like, holy crap! I mean, the, the LA media are like, you know, like mafioso assassins. But man, it's better than dealing with Justin Cone. <laughs> oh yeah, he'll, he'll 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 stick around. He's like that little, and I mean this in a good way, but he'll stick around. Just wait to get that little story that maybe you think you've uh, you've uh, you know kept a lid on, but uh, man, not Coney. Yeah. yeah, no, no, Coney's like that thorn that you got in your finger and you can't get rid of it, and you're trying to get it out, and it just hurts, and it just is, yeah, it's just annoying, and it just drives you freaking crazy, and you just can't get rid of it. Yeah, that's Coney. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I figured. I figured. It's sad. I mean, it's sad to see a good dude go. I'm happy for him, but uh, 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 I'm going to ask him to adopt me probably later this week. Well, I don't think that's going to happen, but you can keep uh, your wishful thinking process going there, pal. Hey, let's take a break, and let's uh, get into the final half hour of a Thursday edition of the BS Sports Show. Uh, yeah, we got a lot left to get to. Uh, we got the tip-off of Game 4 tonight here in about a half an hour. We got thoughts on uh, the Stanley Cup Finals. Uh, now a 2-2 series and best of three looms with the Blackhawks and Lightning. Uh, so a whole lot more yet to get to. Mo Times at Mo Radio Show. I'm at Billy Elvis at BS Sports The Fan. With you weeknights, Monday through Friday from 7 to 9, whether it's at the thebssportshow.com and Blog Talk Radio, or whether it's at Yahoo Sports Radio Indiana at indianasportsradio.com. We appreciate you tuning in. Back in just a few minutes with the final half hour of the BS Sports Show. Hi, this is Billy Elvis, and along with Mo Time, we host the BS Sports Show, now on Yahoo Sports Radio Indiana, which can be found at indianasportsradio.com. Tune in for our unique slant on the world of sports, covering your teams in the state of Indiana, as well as the top national stories, too. The BS Sports Show. I'm at Billy Elvis, Mo Time's at Mo Radio Show, at BS Sports The Fan. Now on Yahoo Sports Radio Indiana, at indianasportsradio.com. At McDuff Realty Group, their top priority is helping you achieve maximum results from the purchase or sale of your home. With over 20 years of marketing and sales experience, Joe Shoemaker and his team will provide you with an aggressive, passionate strategy that delivers the results you expect. For real estate services in central Indiana, call Joe Shoemaker at 317-413-8501 or visit online at mcduffrealty.com. At Roof Home Mortgage, we understand that every borrower is different, so we offer a variety of products to meet your individual mortgage financing needs, including conventional, FHA, VA, USDA, new construction, 
first-time homebuyers, reverse mortgages, and, of course, refinancing. Want to learn more? Just call Brian Graham, the Mortgage Man, at 260-248-8333 or visit him online at ruoff.com backslash Brian Graham and let him help you finance the home of your dreams. Hi, this is Billy Elvis, and along with Mo Time, we host the BS Sports Show weekdays from 7 to 9. And every Friday, as well as Monday, we're at Wrigley Field Bar and Grill, Fort's Best Damn Sports Bar. Fridays, it's part of the original weekend starter party with the all-you-can-eat wing and fish buffet, 850 adults, 4 bucks for kids, and great prizes. And Monday, lots of special guests, including Comet Head Coach Gary Graham and Matt Ant's Head Coach Connor Henry. It's the BS Sports Show weekdays 7 to 9, and at Wrigley Field Bar and Grill in Georgetown North every Monday and Friday night. Okay, so what do you have? Ryan, what do you think? Oh, uh... Um... Lollygagging ain't for leaders. They're too busy making plays happen. Answering the call. Earning their big boy pants. Isn't it time to be the leader you were born to be? The playbook's right there, Captain. What's the call? We'll have nachos, fried pickles, pretzels, buffaletos, honey barbecue wings, and waters all around. Grab a seat. The game is on. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings, beer, sports. Ugh, I hate these big-ass prices. Sounds like you could use some big-ass savings. I'd love some big-ass savings. Kmart Shop Your Way members save 30 cents a gallon. 30 cents a gallon? That's a big-ass discount. Big-ass discount. A really yeah. big-ass discount. Really big-ass discount. Honey, this solves your big-ass problem. Totally solves my big-ass problem. Yeah, look at that big-ass truck. Big-ass man. Shop your way, members. Get big ass savings. Save 30 cents a gallon when you spend $50 or more at Kmart. Meet the fuel-efficient Ford Focus. Along with great handling, the Focus also comes with Girls' Night Out and Girls' Night In and Road Trips and the Scenic Route and Swimming and Weekly Car Washes and Making Connections and Unexpected Speed Dating. Only Ford gives you EcoBoost fuel economy and a whole lot more. With so many ands, where will you end up? The fuel-efficient Ford Focus. This is Gary Snyder from The Gary Snyder Show, and I have a couple of important questions for you. Do you need some extra cash, and do you have any scrap metal laying around? If you answered yes to either question, which we know you did, after all, this is Indiana, then you need to give Clarks a call today, 260-356-8314. That's 260-356-8314. Clarks wants all of your scrap metal, broken down appliances, old cars, computer parts, copper, aluminum, and even your old cell phones. If it's scrap and if it's metal, Clarks wants it, and they will pay top dollar for it. Clarks is located at 100 Heightsfield Street in Huntington, and they are open weekdays from 8 to 4.30 p.m. Or just give them a ring, 260-356-8314. That's 260-356-8314. Clarks, they want all of your scrap metal. They actually said that on the air, and they weren't kidding around. It's the BS Sports Show.
And we welcome you back. Thank you very much for tuning in. I'm Matt Billy Elvis at BS Sports, the fan, and Mo Times at Mo Radio Show. Mo, we talked about last night's game four, the Stanley Cup Finals being uh, uh, a matchup where we would see a great competition, and we did. We saw a phenomenal game from start to finish. And I, and I think we're in store for another great game tonight, start to finish, with uh, game four of the NBA Finals. Uh, I... I I just know that Cleveland's going to keep trying to throw all they can at this Golden State Warriors team. But, you know, at some point, that Golden State team's going to realize um, their potential and realize that they've underachieved in the first three games of this series and and will get things rolling. And, and, and I, I feel it's going to be tonight. I think tonight's the night that Golden State just gets on a roll and just – Dominates and shows why they had the team with the best record in the NBA. But let me ask you this: Do you feel that way because it's Game Four and it feels like a, it's a must-win, and B, the, just the law of averages says they can't go another game like that? Well, it's all of the above, really. I mean, it's necessity, it's law of averages, and um, it's. Um, by virtue of the fact that, you know, one team has their back against the wall and, the, and one team doesn't. Although, you know, if you're the Cavaliers, if you're LeBron and the Cavaliers, LeBron's not a dumbass. We all know this. Uh, one, of his, one of his attributes that makes him stand out amongst all those that have ever played the game as one of the greatest is that he's not stupid. He's very, 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 very smart. And he's getting smarter every year he plays. And he knows that you know he's got to put the nail in the coffin if they can. That he, the Cavaliers don't win this series if it goes seven. The Cavaliers win this series if it's done earlier. So he's got to come out with a vengeance tonight, and he's got to inspire his teammates to come out with a vengeance tonight because he knows that the Golden State Warriors are going to come out with a vengeance tonight with their backs against the wall. Well, it feels like if Golden State gets on a roll, then it could be all she wrote. So let me ask you this: Is it more a must-win game tonight for Golden State, or more more must-win for Cleveland? It's almost, it's almost equal. It's almost equal. Wow. Yeah. I mean, even though the Cavs are up two-one, it, it, it's almost equal because of what I just said. The Cavs have to end this series sooner. Uh, the longer the series goes, the more it favors the Golden State Warriors because of their depth. So the Cavs want to. The, the Cavs have a sense of urgency and that we got to end this. We got to get every victory as soon as we can. And uh, the Golden State Warriors don't want to be down three games to one and they have to be, you know, in must win situation for the rest of the series. So it's almost equal in my mind. How do you feel about that? No, I think you're right. But I think, I think that if, if golden state to, you know, they can still get on the roll being down three, one with the next game at home. And once they get rolling, I don't think you, you stop that train, you know, once that shooting gets started. So I almost feel it's almost more must win for Cleveland tonight because they have to protect home. Or I think that uh, the Golden State could rebound from a loss tonight. I don't know that Cleveland does because I think LeBron thinks how you think that it can't go seven, you know. And and their best chance is to win tonight and then try to win the, the next game on their home floor. Uh, so I think it's almost you know maybe fifty five, forty five more must win for Cleveland tonight. But I I agree with what you're saying. I I think it's close. But I think I think LeBron knows that he has to hold serve tonight. Well, I mean the scenario that's you know, in question here is that it's largely a situation where uh, if Golden State 
doesn't win tonight, then the only way for it to go to seven is for Golden State to win out. So they realize that. They realize, wait a minute, you know, if we don't win tonight, we are in a do-or-die situation for the rest of this series. And they probably will play tonight's game with that mindset that, you know, they're going to be like, it's do or die from here on out. Uh, we got to win tonight. So they've got that urgency, and LeBron's got the urgency of he doesn't want this series to have to finish in 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 Oakland uh, in a game seven. So they want to get a win tonight so then they can afford to lose another game in Oakland in game five. Yeah, but it doesn't feel like, though, even if Cleveland goes up 3-1 tonight, if the shooting comes back in game five, that that could be a role that Golden State could get on that Cleveland couldn't stop. I mean, I still feel like if Golden State gets hot, once they get hot, they're not going to stop. You know, so I, I almost feel like they could overcome a Cleveland uh, uh, a Cleveland win tonight and still win the series. I don't think Cleveland overcomes and wins the series if they lose tonight. Well, uh, you know, as a, as an NBA fan, as a sports fan, I'm a, I'm absolutely hoping for that scenario. Right. I'm hoping the, I'm hoping the Cavs go up three one tonight. Because then I know it's going seven, <laughs> and oh, yeah. I didn't I didn't think it was going to go seven, but I know it's going seven if the Cavs win tonight. Um, if 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 the Cavs don't win tonight, you know I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, I I think that the Cavs won't win another game. I didn't think they were going to win game three, for that matter. Oh, that's right. That's right. We had a bet that you lost. You didn't think the Cavs were going to yeah. win another game. Here's the thing, though. I, I don't know that I want it to go seven games. Normally I would. I don't know how good of a game we see in game seven, you know what I mean? Just because it, Golden State has, has been so off. And I don't know what kind of gas Brown would have left. I mean, I know he'd be focused as all get out. But as you mentioned earlier, how much gas can the rest of that Cavaliers team? So I don't know that a game seven would be the normal, you know, game seven we would be excited for. I think it, it would be a horrific game. You know, ugly, ugly, low scoring, you know. The 72-68 type of final, and I would hate to see a Game 7 play out like that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's all we can hope for is the best playoff ever. You know, we're, we're fans. We want to see um, the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if, if you're a fan of a particular team, if, you, if you're a Caps fan or if you're a, a Golden State Warriors fan, then you just want it to end. You just want it to be. You don't care how long it takes. You want it to end. You want to win. Uh, but if you're a fan of sport and you don't have a team you're a fan of and you're watching, you want it to go seven. You want all the drama possible. You want that do or die situation of a game seven or of a, a one and done scenario. That's why we love college basketball with the NCAA tournament. That's why we love college football's playoff system because you know. It's not a playoff. It's win or go home, and that's what you get with a game seven. You get the win or go home mentality, and 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 there's no more drama than a win or go home scenario in any sport. Well, yeah, and with the NBA, you never know what you're going to get. Remember, just two years ago, uh, they had the ropes out in the Larry O'Brien Trophy in Game Six in Miami to award the San Antonio. Right. right, right Miami is the champions in Game Seven. Right. And. Uh, that's what makes sport great because you can predict all you want. You can try to evaluate how much you know one team has an advantage over the other, but you know 
it all comes down to they got to play the games. And and when you see these games and when it goes the distance in any series or any sport, it's just the ultimate drama, and it just adds to the legacy and the memorability of whatever performance it was. You know, so it, I mean, we all remember, we all remember, you know, the Patriots flirting with you know the '72 Dolphins and the undefeated record, and nobody, absolutely nobody gave the Giants a chance to beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl and, and and the Giants beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. And all that did was just make sports better because you know, the Patriots were supposed to cruise and, and match the seventy two Dolphins with an undefeated Super Bowl win. And, and it didn't happen and to a team that nobody thought on the planet would beat them. <laughs> and then and then they add to their legacy by beating the Patriots again when they were an underdog in Indianapolis two years later. It was great. It was phenomenal. That makes sports if, great. If both of these series went to a game seven and you could choose one or the other, which one are you choosing? Oh. Uh, Blackhawks and Cavs. I agree with you just because I think, like I said earlier, I think Game 7 in this series would be horrific. It would be hard not to watch. I'd be flipping to it during the commercials. But if I could only watch one, it would be the uh, it would be the Blackhawks and, and the Lightning for sure. Uh, there's nothing like a Game 7 Stanley Cup final. Well, I'm just nodding my head to experience, you know. And if it comes down to a Game 7, home ice advantage doesn't mean as much. Uh, experience comes into play more. And, you know, if LeBron gets to a Game 7, I'm going to consider him a favorite. I mean, even if he doesn't have enough teammates, uh, but especially the Blackhawks in a game seven, you know, regardless of location, I'm going to go with the experienced team, the Blackhawks. Well, I, I agree with you. I would agree with you. And I hate the fact that we agree, but I agree with you. But, you know, next, I want to for sure get your prediction for tonight. I don't want to know it now. We've got to take a break, but I want to know your prediction for tonight's game coming up next because I have a feeling we're going to disagree, and it's always when a great bet happens. Yeah, and we have some lighter side of sports to wrap up the show with today, too. So stick around. Monday through Friday from 7 to 9, it's the BS Sports Show. Mo Times at Mo Radio Show. I'm at Billy Elvis at BS Sports The Fan. We've got Facebook pages as well. And uh, we're going to finish this thing off before they tip off Game 4. Uh, weeknight, 7 to 9. Stick around. Wrapping up next on the BS Sports Show. Okay, so what do you have? Ryan, what do you think? Oh, uh... Um, Lollygagging ain't for leaders. They're too busy making plays happen, answering the call, earning their big boy pants. Isn't it time to be the leader you were born to be? The playbook's right there, Captain. What's the call? We'll have nachos, fried pickles, pretzels, buffalitos, honey barbecue wings, and waters all around. Grab a seat. The game is on. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings, beer, sports. Ugh, I hate these big-ass prices. Sounds like you could use some big-ass savings. I'd love some big-ass savings. Kmart Shop Your Way members save 30 cents a gallon. 30 cents a gallon? That's a big-ass discount. Big-ass discount. A really big-ass discount. Really big-ass discount. Honey, this solves your big-ass problem. Totally solves my big-ass problem. Yeah, look at that big-ass truck. Big-ass man. Hello, big-ass man. Shop Your Way members get big-ass savings. Save 30 cents a gallon when you spend $50 or more at Kmart. Meet the fuel-efficient Ford Focus. Along with great handling, the Focus also comes with Girls' Night Out and Girls' Night In and road trips and the scenic route and swimming and weekly car washes and making connections. 
and unexpected speed data. Only Ford gives you EcoBoost fuel economy and a whole lot more. With so many ands, where will you end up? The fuel-efficient Ford Focus. This is Gary Snyder from The Gary Snyder Show, and I have a couple of important questions for you. Do you need some extra cash, and do you have any scrap metal laying around? If you answered yes to either question, which we know you did, after all, this is Indiana, then you need to give Clarks a call today, 260-356-8314. That's 260-356-8314. Clarks wants all of your scrap metal, broken down appliances, old cars, computer parts, copper, aluminum, and even your old cell phones. If it's scrap and if it's metal, Clarks wants it, and they will pay top dollar for it. Clarks is located at 100 Heightsfield Street in Huntington, and they are open weekdays from 8 to 4.30 p.m. Or just give them a ring, 260-356-8314. That's 260-356-8314. Clarks, they want all of your scrap metal. Chapman's Brewing Company is Northeast Indiana's newest microbrewery. Located in Angola, Indiana, Chapman's is what it means to be local. Chapman's recently launched their American Ale Cider that is a unique combination of malted barley, Cascade hops, and fresh apple juice that appeals to both beer drinkers and cider lovers alike. It is truly more than a beer and more than a cider. Three sips and you'll understand why we love it too. Visit Chapman'sBrewing.com for a retailer nearest you. This is going to make a real difference in the lives of millions of Americans. It's the BS Sports Show. Welcome back to the BS Sports Show. Thursday night, getting ready for game number four in the NBA Finals in Cleveland tonight. The uh, Warriors and the Cavs. All right, well, your prediction time. I, I have a feeling I only know where you're going, but uh, uh, what do you think score-wise and, and winner tonight? Uh, I don't know why, uh, but I've just been all in on these uh, Golden State Warriors, and and, and uh, law of averages are going to come into play here, and, and it's do-or-die time, and Steph Curry and the Warriors have to respond, and and we're going to see a dominant performance from the Golden State Warriors tonight. That's my prediction. What do you think? What do you think score wise? I mean, in ballpark, how big of a how big of a, uh, a do you see? I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, if the Warriors won by double digits. So I'm going. I'm I'm going to say a double digit Warrior win. That's all I'm going to say. I'm right, I'm going to take the Cavs again tonight at home, and I'm going to say ninety three ninety. Ninety-three, ninety. Well, if it goes over a hundred, the Cavs lose for sure. Is it regulation? Ninety-three, ninety, or is that yeah. overtime? I, I think regulation. All right. I think, All right. Uh, how can the question that you talk about the law of averages? So the law of averages has to say how can LeBron have another forty-point, you know, almost triple-double game? There's how do you pull that off again? Right. Right. I mean, when you watch this series, and we know that. You know, it's been well documented that very easily it could be a three nothing Cavs lead, but you know, it's just obvious the Cavs are overachieving with certain players on that roster and things just falling 
their way. I mean, I mean, I'm not discounting LeBron's greatness because when LeBron does his thing, you know, LeBron's unstoppable. But uh, you know, there, there's been so many intangible plays that have gone Cleveland's way to this point to where, you know, it, you can kind of see where there's some frustration on the part of the Golden State Warriors. But isn't that what you want in a great player and greatness? Because we've had great selfish players over the year. Allen Iverson, I think, was a great player, but he was a great, you know, me guy. The really great players in the NBA make all the guys around them better, regardless of, you know, whether they're bench players, starters, what have you. You know, guys like Jordan and, and Bird and, and Magic Johnson. But LeBron has made other guys around him. It's made us look at guys like Matthew Dellavedova like he's been an all-star lately. You know, I, I think that's one of the greatnesses about LeBron that we haven't talked about as much as how great he has made these other players on this team. Well, and he did that in Miami too, because right. you know, you know, where's Mike Miller without LeBron as a teammate, right? Sure. James Jones. Um, yeah, yeah, James Jones. Where, where are those guys without LeBron as a teammate? Le- LeBron is here, here's all right. I'm, I'm going to come out and say it. LeBron James is better than Michael Jordan at making his teammates better. Wow. That's big. I mean, I mean that's it sounds kind of like a reach, but no. Um, you know, I think Michael's the better player, the the best player of all time. But LeBron's better than Michael at making his teammates better. Uh Michael Michael made his teammates better, but they didn't like him. <laughs> you know what I mean? They it was kind of Michael's way or the highway. I, I view LeBron as a great teammate. I mean, it's not easy to be the best player on the planet and to be a good teammate. And I think LeBron is a good teammate. I believe his teammates love him. And, yeah. and you know, you would think it would go without saying that if you're the best player in the world, your, your teammates love you. Not if you're a dick. Not right. if you're... Not not if you're up their ass all the time. Not yeah. if you have have expectations beyond their ability. Not if not if not if you play the blame game with them. Uh, LeBron is is a phenomenal teammate, and he might be he might be the player, and maybe that's why you know he's the guy that's taken two ordinary teams to a finals, uh, because this team right now is very ordinary. That's in the finals against the Golden State Warriors. And they're excelling. And, and and the last time he was with the Cavaliers, that was a very ordinary roster that he took to the finals. Well, right, and LeBron wasn't as mature. The difference is is that, you know, a lot of people want to kill LeBron for how many shots he's taken, but LeBron, when he, when Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving were on the floor, he was always first to defer because he wanted to keep them involved. And, you know, LeBron, uh, I think the other thing about it is, is Jordan, if, if Jordan, you know, kicked out the ball to Steve Kerr or John Paxson and they missed those big shots at the end of a game, Jordan didn't come back to you for a long time. I mean, you were in the doghouse for a while. LeBron doesn't hold a grudge like that. If you, you know, J.R. Smith, if he's jacked up and missed, you know, three three-pointers, he'll still kick it out to him. Uh, but, you know, and LeBron got killed earlier in his career for deferring. But I think that's what makes LeBron a great teammate. Like you said, he's the greatest player in the world. But his first thought is defer to keep his teammates engaged and happy, and I think that's uh, the mark of an amazing leader at that point. You know, LeBron has developed into a great leader. He wasn't, you know, earlier on, but he has developed into a great leader. Well, and I think that's where, you know, he says he's a smarter player now. He's not physically as good as he was a couple of years ago, but he's 
the smartest he's ever been. And that's because when you've become the smartest player you've ever been and you realize that you're the best player in the world, but you can find ways to to get help from your teammates uh, with the assists or with, you know, just a little direction, you know, verbally. Either way, you know, you've made your job easier. Well, LeBron's yeah. LeBron's been trying to make his life easier since he got in the league. And, well, and sure. when, when you're as good as LeBron and, and everybody expects you to just dominate on every play all the time, that can be taxing. So what LeBron has had to learn is, is okay, while at the same time I can dominate on every play I would like to dominate, I need to get my teammates involved so they're not just dead weight and so that they have some sort of confidence and momentum to help me and so I can get some rest as the MVP of this league that didn't get the MVP trophy. Well, look at great players late in their career uh, who, who played on horrible teams because I, I agree with you. I don't think teammates liked them. Kobe Bryant, uh, Allen Iverson, you know, guys who were great players who struggled late in their careers because their teammates didn't really want to play with them and didn't do what they could to help them. And I, you know, I don't know that that hurts Kobe's legacy. I think it hurt Iverson's legacy. But you know, LeBron, like you said, is a great teammate, and he can get the rest he needs. He can you know, defer to guys, and guys want to step up to do for him. I think you're seeing it right now. I think these guys on this team, I think they want to ring, obviously, but I think they 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 want to step up for LeBron. Too. They know what's riding on the line for him, and I think they want to help him because they like him. I, I think that's a huge point you made. You know, and I don't think Kobe's teammates give a damn. I don't think Iverson's teammates gave a damn, and I think that's a huge difference between being a great player who's a great teammate and a great player who's a dick. Yeah, you can inspire your teammates via competition. You know, Michael Jordan inspired his teammates with those bulls of the 90s with uh, with intimidation and with, uh, you know, the fact that, hey, keep up or get out of the way. So, you know, you either played Michael's way or you weren't going to be on the floor. Uh, and Kobe did that a lot too. It was like you play Kobe's way, or you're not going to be on the floor. So you 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 will play Kobe's style, and you will play Michael Jordan's style, or you will be you know left in the wake of whatever we do that's great. And and LeBron doesn't have that legacy. LeBron is he might be the most loved teammate ever. I I think that's going to be his ultimate legacy. I think that's what, what's going to help propel him. Uh, to those that believe he's the greatest player of all time. Because there's not going to be a single teammate of his in his first stint with the Cavs, in his four years with Miami, or his second stint with the Cavs, and however long his career goes, that's going to say anything bad about the guy. That he was a jerk. That he was condescending. That he was uh, demanding. That he was, well, I mean, he may be demanding, but, you know, overly demanding. You know, LeBron is a great, great teammate. And uh, I don't know. I mean, there's not too many guys in sports that that, that have that because sometimes when you're as good as you are at what you do, there's uh, a natural tendency to be condescending. Yeah, and you want to talk about another great player who ended his career on an awful team? Uh, Carmelo Anthony, look no further. Yeah, 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 there you go. There you go. Hey, man, hey, we got to wrap this show up, man. Uh, I had a good time with you tonight, man. It was cool talking to uh, Kristen Harry and Connor Henry. I- I'm really sad Connor Henry, Matt Ann's coach, is off to L.A. now, man. 
Will we see? Will we see? I would. I wonder. I even though he's not, a, uh, you know, with the Mets anymore, he still wouldn't wouldn't give us a hint to who they're looking at. Uh, do we see a return of a former head coach? Is it possible? Returns to the Fort Wayne Mad Ants or somebody who we have a history with? Uh, Gansey has a really good thing going for him in in Ohio. Uh, Jaron Jackson probably will go. Initial bold prediction on the whole situation is that it's going to be somebody that we haven't even thought of or we don't even know exists that's going to be named the new head coach of the Mad Ants. In other words, it's not going to be anybody with a legacy or anybody tied to the organization. However, if it was Ron Howard, I'd be like, oh, yeah. If yeah, they named is- Ron Howard head coach, I'd be like, oh, yeah. Well, and to kind of break some news, is it possible that Ron Howard returns to the Mad Ants this year? Yeah, I mean, that's that, that's all very possible. There, there's there's plenty of ways for the organization to stay positive, even though they lost the coach that took them to two straight finals and won them a championship. All right, Mo, have a great night, man. See you tomorrow. Enjoy game four tonight. You too, buddy. We'll uh, see you tomorrow at Wrigley Field for the weekend starter party. Yeah, 7 to 9 p.m. weeknight, 7 to 9. It's the BS Sports Show, Mo Time at Mo Radio Show. I'm at Billy Elvis at BS Sports The Fan. We thank you very much for tuning in. Check out our archives of past shows at thebssportshow.com. That's thebssportshow.com. And also in, uh, on indianasportsradio.com, home of Yahoo Sports Radio Indiana. Thank you very much. Have a great night. It's the BS Sports Show.